0: Greetings, and welcome to Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank, where we uncover hidden gems of understanding in the Word of God. Did you know that Jesus is criticized for comparing the growth of the kingdom of heaven to a mustard seed, which he said was the smallest of all seeds? Critics' charge that this seed was not the smallest of all seeds, displaying Jesus' ignorance of holy land botany. They claim such statements reveal that the Bible's unscientific. How should Christians respond to such a charge? This digging deeper delves into this issue to discover what Jesus meant by his bold statement. Our focused passage is, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, Kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Matthew 13, 31 to 32 King James Version throughout. Parallel passages are Mark 4. 30 to 32, and Luke 13, 18 through 19, which substitute kingdom of God for kingdom of heaven, used synonymously. Matthew's audience was largely Jewish people who customarily employed a euphemism, that is, heaven, when referring to God. Subheading, which plant is it? There is a degree of uncertainty as to which plant Jesus referred. The NIV Cultural Background Study Bible reports that, quote, scholars do not all agree about which plant is in view here, but ancient sources agree in describing the mustard seed as proverbially small. Verse 32, end of quote. Jesus said that when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs, which the Companion Bible annotates as greater than garden herbs. The KJV study Bible explains that the Greek word lachanon for herbs describes garden plants or vegetables, end of quote. Describing it as the least of all seeds is explained by the ESV study Bible, quote, It is the smallest of all agricultural seeds in Palestine, end of quote. There were smaller seeds, as the biblical theology study Bible notes, quote, Scientists today No, of smaller seeds than the mustard seed. But it was the smallest of all seeds, verse 32, that anyone cultivated in first century fields or gardens in Israel. Normally, the plant grows into a medium sized bush, but eight foot high, small trees have been discovered, even if rarely. End of quote. In verse 32, Jesus declares that it becomes a tree. A commentary in the Holy Bible by Thomas Coke clarifies: "Term trees applied by botanists to plants of the larger kind, which grow to the magnitude of shrubs, and for that reason are termed plantae everescentes." quote. Additionally, Albert Barnes' Notes on the Bible adds: quote, "The Hebrew writers speak of the mustard tree as one on which they could climb." As on a fig tree, its size was much owing to the climate. All plants of that nature grow much larger in a warm climate like that of Palestine than in colder regions. End of quote. Adam Clark's commentary in the Bible illustrates, quote, The Jerusalem Talmud says there was a stalk of mustard in Sichin, from which sprang out three boughs one of which, being broken off, served to cover the tent of a potter and produced three caves of mustard seed. Rabbi Simeon ben Kalapa said, A stalk of mustard seed was in my field, into which I was wont to climb, as men are wont to climb into a fig tree. See Lightfoot and Shotkin, end of quote. Subheading, Science or Rhetoric. We need to remember that languages use figures of speech, as explained by the NET Bible Notes. Quote, This is rhetorical hyperbole, since technically a mustard plant is not a tree. This could refer to one of two types of mustard plant popular in Palestine, and would be either 10 or 25 feet tall. End of quote. The biblical record often used trees to illustrate the change of governments. As Henry Alford's The Greek Testament and Exegetical and Critical Commentary, Volume 1, declares, quote, The comparison of kingdoms to trees was familiar to the Jews. See Daniel 4, 10-12, through 22 Ezekiel 31, 3-9, 17, 22-24, and Psalm 80, verses 8 to 11. End of quote. It is important to remember Jesus' audience. The Defender Study Bible declares that quote, Jesus was not speaking to botanical specialists, of course, but to ordinary people on their level. The actual Greek allows the meaning among the least of all seeds. End of quote. Everyday terminology is often less technical than scientific language as explained by Ellicott's Commentary for English Readers. Quote, The description is, of course, popular, and need not be pressed with microscopical exactness. End of quote. English speakers use metaphorical language and figures of speech all the time in everyday conversation, which is generally understood. Why is Jesus not afforded that same liberty? Critics look for anything unusual to criticize but in the end they display their ignorance of the biblical record. Notice this remark from a commentary on the Holy Bible by Thomas Coke. Quote: The phrase the least of all seeds is a figure frequently used in common discourse and signifies one of the least or the least of all those seeds into which the people of Judea were then acquainted, so small that it was proverbially used by the Jews to denote a very little thing. The globe of the earth, say the rabbis, is but a grain of mustard seed when compared to the expanse of heavens, end of quote. Subheading, Using Common Expressions The International Standard Bible Encyclopedia provides additional rabbinical background, quote, among the rabbis, a grain of mustard was a common expression for anything very minute, which explains our Lord's phrase, faith, as a grain of mustard seed. Matthew 17, 20, Luke 17, verse 6, end of quote. John Lightfoot's commentary in the Gospels illustrates, quote, Hence it is passed into a common proverb, according to the quantity of a grain of mustard and according to the quantity of a little drop of mustard, very frequently used by the rabbins when they would express the smallest thing or the most diminutive quantity, end of quote. Some expositors interpret the birds of the air that lodge on its branches as demonic spirits. Contrarywise, the NKJ study Bible explains, quote, the birds of the air do not represent evil as they do in the parable of the soils, verses 4 and 19. In the Old Testament, a tree large enough to support nesting birds was considered prosperous and healthy. See Psalm 104, verse 12, Ezekiel seventeen twenty-three, 31, 6, and Daniel 4, verses 12 and 21. The kingdom, though having only a small number of people at the beginning of the age, will ultimately be large and prosperous, end of quote. Subheading, What Jesus Really Meant Describing God's kingdom, the NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible declares, quote, The kingdom, verse 31-2, will begin as insignificant in size and impact, but become surprisingly large and powerful, end of quote. Jesus' lesson is explained by the NET Bible Notes. Quote, The point of the parable seems to be that while the kingdom of God may appear to have insignificant and unnoticeable beginnings, that is, in the ministry of Jesus, it will someday, that is, at the second advent, be great and quite expansive. The kingdom, however, is not to be equated with the church, but rather the church is, is an expression of the kingdom, end of quote. Mr. Herbert Armstrong years ago used a metaphor along this line, quote, the church is the kingdom of God in embryo, end of quote. The expository notes of Dr. Constable explains why Jesus chose this simile, quote, the Jews correctly believed that the messianic kingdom would be very large. Why did Jesus choose the mustard plant since it did not become as large as some other plants? Evidently, he did so because of the small beginning of the mustard plant. The contrast between an unusually small beginning and a large mature plant is the point of this parable. Jesus' ministry began despicably small in the eyes of many Jews. Nevertheless, from this small beginning would come the worldwide kingdom predicted in the Old Testament, end of quote. The lesson of this parable is the coming rapid growth of the kingdom, even though it starts very small. It will expand beyond expectation from seemingly so small a beginning. Jesus was not ignorant of botany since, as creator, he designed the various plants of the world. He metaphorically spoke in common language that his hearers would not have thought unusual. Critics look for loose bricks to sling at the Bible. However, it has withstood the critics' charges throughout history. Understanding basic principles of common speech answer many supposed inaccuracies. Jesus said precisely what he meant. Faithful disciples give the benefit of the doubt as they strive to understand his meaning. This has been Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank. To learn more about the Bible and living a godly life, go to livingeducation at lcgeducation.org, sponsored by The Living Church of God.